Welcome to Amanda's Horror Pod. Hey everyone, welcome to Amanda's Horror Pod. Man, have I got a show for you. I have so much stuff going on. Okay, first of all, I went to the convention in Maine. There was a, a toy con convention in Maine, and uh, they had some celebrities there. They had toys. They had everything. It was pretty freaking great. I enjoyed it. I only went for one of the three days, but really it wasn't uh, it wasn't busy enough that I needed to be there all three days. But I finally met uh, Mr. Kane Hooter in person. I met um, Rachel McFarland in person, and I met... Rachel Harris, and the terrifier himself, uh, David Howard Thornton. That was, like, they were all super nice people. I was, you know, I didn't know. You don't always know if people are going to be nice or what their mood that day is going to be, but everybody was really nice. And um, I had a good time. It It was the first one I'd gone to in a very, very long time, and I have to say I enjoyed it. My cat is knocking stuff over right now because he's aggravated that I'm recording and I'm on my phone, not my mic. So you might hear a couple things falling in the background. That's just my main coon cat saying, hey, hey, I like horror too. I'm a black cat. Look at me. I look like a Halloween kitty. Anyway, so yeah, that was really fun. I got some autographs. I got some pictures. I posted the pictures on Instagram of me with everyone and, you know, I think I talked to David Howard Thornton the most, but he was just, like, very, very people person. And so was Rachel uh, McFarlane. She was very, very people people person related. And I felt guilty because there was a couple other people there, and I didn't know who they were. I mean, I think I knew who they were, but not really. So I didn't, you know, engage. But I feel kind of guilty about that. But I don't feel – I feel like it's rude to engage with people if you're not a fan or you don't know who they really are or what they've done for work. Whereas, like – you know, everyone else, I, I knew their work, so I felt like I could talk to them and we could have discussions about things. I don't know. I don't like to be like a fake-ass person and be like, hey, I want to meet you. I don't know who you are, but anyway, yeah, no, so I just, you know, I stuck to who I knew, which makes me feel guilty, and I hope I hope I'm not judged by that, but hey, I I don't have a great memory. There he goes again. I don't have a great memory all the time, so, you know, maybe that's an age thing. Maybe that's because I spent my teen and 20s smoking a lot of pot, and now it's legal, so that may be a reoccurring theme again. Who knows? I don't know. But anyway, it it was a good time, and you can go on my Instagram. You can see the photos of me with all the nice people, and also on my Facebook page, Amanda's Horror Pod Facebook page. It's on there, too. Um... Yeah, it was really exciting for me. I was like, meeting Kane was really cool. I, it's like, I I don't know what I had for expect. I didn't really have expectations. I just kind of went and enjoyed myself and it was a good time. It's better if you don't have like things in mind, you know, but like I said, they were all really nice. No one was snobby or, or rude or mean. Actually, I had a rude occurrence, but it had, it was not at the con. It was, um, uh, online. I had a rude occurrence where I'm not going to name the person, but I just, it made me realize that, uh, some people, you know, really are nice and some people aren't, but everyone at the con was super nice. So I can't say enough about them because they all were great, especially Rachel McFarlane. Like 
she's just the sweetest person like you ever meet. And they're all, they were all just super nice. Anyway, so that got me really excited. I'm still really excited. And I'm, I'm going to start going to more and more horror cons or toy cons or whatever cons <laughs> they're called. Um, this one was called Main... Main... I can't remember. I wrote it online. Main uh, Comic and Toy Con. That's what it was. 2023. And yeah, the day I went was... Uh, it wasn't that packed. I mean, it really wasn't. There was some cool stuff there. There was like this um, one vendor who was like, um, had coffee and it was like probably the best coffee I ever tasted in my whole life. And then there was this one, one vendor who like makes um, dolls of villains or of whoever you want made. And that was really, really cool. I saw a lot of neat stuff, you know, and then downstairs there were the celebrities and, um, yeah, it's funny because it wasn't as many people downstairs. Most of them were upstairs buying stuff. And I don't know, it was it was funny because some people were in costumes. And I'm just like, I don't know, maybe I'm a party pooper. But I was like, nah, I'll just wear my regular clothes. I don't feel like, you know, I don't feel like dressing up. It is fun to dress up, though, and I love to play dress up. That's a, something I'm very much about. But I prefer to do it when people least expect it. Like, I like to shock people, like, when they're least expecting it. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, now I'm I'm wearing this weird outfit that you did not expect me to do when we were going out to with our friends for dinner. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I like to do that. Oh, she's wearing a Victorian dress. Well, that's just Amanda. Anyway, so, yeah, everything there was great. And we already discussed Evil Dead Rise last week a bit. But I, I, I've re-looked at that with fresh eyes, and I have to say that I was kind of shitting on it a little bit last week, but that isn't fair because it's really jumpy and really fun, and I think you should go see it. I mean, I wasn't shitting on it, but I'm just saying I wasn't like, you know. when you Sometimes when you're tired and you go to the movies and you're grumpy, you don't see things the same way as when you see them later when you're not grumpy and tired. So go see the movie. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, there's all kinds of movies that have been out. Ugh, holy crap. It seems like horror is like taken over, which I love and I expected, but I expected it to happen sooner than later. You know, I'm surprised it's taken so long for horror to take over, but it really has. But I'm going to have a guest tonight. Her name's Alice, and we're going to talk about several movies that we both love. And I hope you enjoy that. And if you have any questions, comments, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm friggin' pretty much everywhere that there's social media, except TikTok. I'm not on TikTok because I just don't get TikTok. Like, you make these mini... Look, I don't like to be on videos in the first place. I barely like to take photos. So, I guess that's kind of what it is. I'm not... I don't want to visually be stared at all the time because I feel like, you know... I'll start judging myself too much because that's what we do. We judge ourselves too much. Um, next month is Pride Month, which I'm very excited about, as I'm sure some of you are. And uh, in Portland, I'm very excited because they're going to have a big parade and all these festivities, and that'll be a good time. And then all my horror junkies, friends, and I will get together and watch all our queer-themed horror. But just so you know, just remember, this is not... A queers only podcast. This is an everybody podcast. You're all welcome. You're all wonderful. I prefer you're not a homophobe or a racist or just a bad person in general, but 
you know what I mean? There's nothing I can do about that if you are, but hopefully you're not a shit person. But I assume if you listen to my ramblings, you're probably not a shit person because I'm not like as exciting as maybe some other podcasters. I'm also a little more honest, and I think sometimes that makes people perturbed. But you know, hey, I am what I am, and I is what I is. All right, so we're going to talk to Alice, and I hope you enjoy. everyone welcome back to amanda's horror pod i am here with alice sweet say hello alice hi everybody you were supposed to say hello alice sorry how are you doing good how are you i am peachy okay so what movies did you want to talk about i'm letting you have the reins I'd like to talk about um, Dead Silence and The Puppet Master, the first one. Which one do you want to talk about first? We want to talk about uh, Puppet Master. Okay. Tell me when you first saw it, your first experience with it, and what you thought and felt and that connection till now. Well, honestly, I was probably about eight years old, and I just somehow found it on the internet or parts of it. And anyway, I I was so impressed with the um the stop action of the the puppets that I if it seemed very real and lifelike, and I didn't understand it because I was young. Um, I was like mesmerized with it, and like even at a young age, I could almost sense that maybe the puppets weren't like the villains or evil, but the the humans were. And um, I wanted to. I wanted to see the full movie. I wanted to get into um, the series. A joke. I was gonna say, do you have a fetish for all things puppets? Um, well, when when I was around the age of twelve, um, my mom. We went to a flea market, and my mom bought me like like a nineteen fifties ventriloquist. Um, dummy or and it had it wasn't like the one that you reach in and then control it with the stick through the head it wasn't wooden it was plastic and cloth and it had a string that you'd pull but I still was doing ventriloquism in school in the sixth grade um and it was it was pretty fun until one of my friends like took the puppet and then tried to scare a girl but then like her, her tooth um broke off and and then like I felt responsible because it was my dummy, but at the same time I didn't do it. You were already scaring girls at a young age. <laughs> um. So which okay, which movie do you like better? And I know they're completely drastically fucking different movies. Like one's campy and one's not so campy. Although I guess in a way they're both kind of campy, but. Dead Silence actually, like, does make you feel, I don't know, it made me feel a little scared, especially the first time I saw it. It freaked me out, especially the ending. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, well, I th- I think Dead Silence, it is a horror movie, but it also has, like, 
kind of a thriller at the same time and a psychological um, feel to it. But I think, um, you know, one was from like the 90s, I believe, Puppet Master, but um, Dead Silence, you know, it is made by um, the guy that did uh, Saw, so it has that like build up to it and it really um, like keeps you at the edge of your seat the whole time. And then I'd say Puppet Master is more of an experience while you're watching it. Um, I think there wasn't a in Dead Silence. There wasn't um, the puppets weren't like moving around like Puppet Master. They were more um, they weren't like they weren't as sentient. They I mean they it was implied that they were talking to a character, one of the puppets um, in Dead Silence. Um, but basically I think both the effects for the time period of each one is really good. And I, I would like to know what it would be like if they had a, a bigger budget because full moon, um, does not have always the biggest budget for their films. Puppet Master came out in 1989 cause I, I didn't know what year it came out either. And it costs four point two three million. Why did I say billion? Million. And um, yeah, I because I think you said it came out, and I thought it came out in like the earlier mid eighties. So I'm kind of surprised by that. But um, I don't know. The puppet mess, Yeah, it has like a different vibe because you feel like there's these dead souls inside them, and then in in um. In Dead Silence, it feels like she's like this witch or this hag, as we use the old term, um, who's using supernatural forces to control. Um, did you see uh, Dead Silence in the theater? Uh, no, actually, um, I rented it, and I was, I was like a teenager, and. Uh, it took some convincing for my mother to let me see it, but then like she watched it first, and then also my friend that came over uh, was allowed to watch it as well. His parents allowed it, and like as a kid, like a kid, you know, it's you feel uh, you feel like oh, it's so scary, and you know, <laughs> but it really, it really wasn't. But you think it is a little bit. Um, I think it's R. Too. It came out in 2007. I just wanted to put that out there. And James Wan directed it. That's probably why it was so good, because he's such a good director. Wow, 22.4 million. That's a lot more than, than the other one. But yeah, it's a different time period. I don't know. I thought it was creepy. I thought it was very creepy. But um, And you said that you said Judith Anna Roberts was a real ventriloquist. Um, yes, I believe that uh, the actor, actress, <laughs> um, did the scene um, when she was performing back, like I think in the thirties or the twenties, um, and. It was really well done, and I, I saw, like, a snippet of her at a con on YouTube, and she was, like, showing pointers and stuff, and 
she definitely knows. She definitely is like, um, like professional level ventriloquist. I saw a really good horror movie with her in it recently called The Last Thing Mary Saw, and it's about like lesbianism and this, um, like almost like Amish religious community or, or some kind of Puritan. I'm way off, those are two totally different things, but some kind of community like that. It was really interesting. It was on Shudder, and she was like the matriarch in it. She was so freaking spooky. She's good at playing spooky. Um, are there any other puppet movies that you like, and what is it most that you like about puppets and what type? And, and have you ever seen the, the Japanese ones? Well, I would say that, um, that with, like, I haven't seen all of it, but you've, you've seen all of it, the magic movie. Uh, that's another ventriloquist um, theme movie. Um, psychological horror. And then also there's the Twilight Zone episode where the guy pretty much has, like, he's an alcoholic and then he's struggling as a ventriloquist, traveling a ventriloquist in show business. And the puppet basically um, just, like, it's like you have to perform and just, like, goes on and on. And then at the end of the Twilight Zone episode, um, they found, like, an actor that looks like the puppet and then they had a puppet that looked like the original ventriloquist, so they switched places. And that really disturbed me as a kid, more than most things I've seen. Um, I'm not really a big fan of um, Chucky because it just, uh, I, I just don't like the style of it. Um, I think it's like too in your face. Um, I mean, maybe I have seen The Bride of Chucky and I think it's decent, but just overall I'm not really into slashers. But you don't really see a lot of movies where the puppets are killing people, except like Puppet Master, Dead Silence, Chucky. Um, I don't know. Do you, can you think of any other movies? Not offhand, but everyone, I'm really sorry because I know how people are about Chucky, and uh, I am too. And plus, he's a doll. He's not a puppet. He's a doll. So yeah, they have these really crazy. Um, in Japan, they have these crazy uh, Japanese um, puppets. They're really awesome. It's like they put on these really cool shows, and I'll have to show you on YouTube. But it's really neat. It's also kind of eerie. I think they do it in North Co in South Korea too. Excuse me. Um, I can't think of any other puppet movies. Do you ever have any puppet? Uh, sexual fantasies. Um, what do you mean, like uh, sex dolls or like the what, robots from China? I mean Japan. Oh, a any of them. Just well, let's just go the whole nine yards. Well, I'm kind of, you know, that that new movie. Um, I can't remember the name, but with the the, the realistic looking robot. Young female that um, Megan. Megan, thank you. Um, I I don't know. I feel like they they would get possessive. I think, um, and then it would be like a weird dynamic where they would want to own you, be, even though they're the ones built, and then they'd want to like make you make you their slave. Eventually, I feel yeah out of insecurity. 
Yeah, because Megan's whole job was to protect. And, and since most humans are self-sabotagers, she'd be constantly protecting us from ourselves. And if you got an adult version of that, that you wanted to fall in love with you, then you'd probably be completely screwed. I wouldn't want that in my life at all. I would be terrified of it. You didn't come home at 8 o'clock. Yeah, it would be really bad. I imagine that's probably going to happen in the future. It's probably going to go wrong, and there's probably going to be a lot of murders. Some countries use robotics more than others. We don't actually use it enough, I don't think, but we've kind of strayed from puppets to robotics. Hey, you. So, Amanda, I was curious when you started your your pod and, like, um, what it was, like, your... What do you wanted it to be? I know you want a horror pod, but um, when you started and the guests you've had on here, like, do you have a particular um, episode that you like the most? I'm not sure why you're interviewing me, but you, you're my girlfriend, so you can always have your your way. But um. I've liked a lot of people I've had on, but I really liked having uh, Felony Dodger on. I, I like everyone that comes on, though. Everyone that comes on has been really nice and really great, and I liked having... Um, I had an actress from the original Dawn of the Dead, and she was, she was an absolute sweetheart. And I don't know. I just... When did this become an interview about me? supposed to be an interview about puppets you know i was also thinking that like when they stick their hand up the puppet seems like a super sexual thing it seems like they're sticking their hands up their ass i don't think this this recording is going to work at all i have another question for you um in horror movies or in general you you've noticed the, a lot of cgi but when they originally did it with like um, animatronics and stop motion. Do you think I always thought that looked more realistic than CGI? What do you What are your thoughts, Amanda? Yes, I think so. I think it, it's kind of like the whole Jim Hansen thing. Like you prefer the real puppets to the to the CGI. You know, you prefer the talent over the over the easy. Over the easy way of doing it, well, I'm not saying that that's necessarily easy to get CGI. Well, CGI is never perfect, so I don't care what anyone says. But yeah, no, I agree. I, I think uh, people should strive for creativity and not just what's easy. But people always strive to seem to strive for what's easy because it's easy. So I think you've kind of told me that you you really do like Dead Silence, and um, I was wondering if you have seen like the director's cut or the alternate endings, and um, the one you prefer and what your favorite part of the movie is. I saw an alternate ending, but I don't remember what it was. Um, one was that, I think one was that he died and one was that he he lived. I don't know if I'm getting it right or not, but I remember, I, 
My favorite part is like when Donnie Wahlberg, the actor, like realizes that this is for real. When the cops like, oh, this is not this is not just some crazy guy who murders his girlfriend. This is like totally for real and we are fucked. We are fucked. There is a dead kid sitting in a chair made into a puppet. Like that moment, like I don't know, I felt vindicated for the main character, but also like it was just like I really like Donnie Wahlberg's acting. I actually thought he was more enjoyable than the main character. The main character was a little dull for me. I don't know. Maybe that was like what he was supposed to be. And I hope I'm not offending anyone, but I don't know. I just like Donnie Wahlberg. I, I almost wish Donnie Wahlberg could have been that character. He always brings like a certain element to his acting that I respect. Um, yeah, I don't like. It's like it, the the movie was strange. A lot of times, like it felt like it almost felt like it wasn't set in this reality. Like maybe another parallel Earth or something. Um, and then I'm, we were talking about like the his wife's like really long 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 neck, and it kind of reminded me of a puppet, which was weird. And um. Like, I don't know how the casting works, but I think in a lot of ways, um, Donnie Wahlberg is a uh, character actor, so it's hard for him to get, like, the main parts, even if he is a better actor overall than the, whoever they cast as the main character, which is something I don't like, but, um, and then, um, but it, it was interesting because, um, I, I agree with you, like, when it became real and you saw, like, the 101 puppets and you saw where um, Mary Shaw lived in Raven's Fair, um, it was really cool and it just, the universe James Wan created for that, I, I, I really like, and I hate to say it, but I like it just a little bit more than Saw. I like it a lot more than Saw, but... Sorry, everybody, but I like it a lot more than Saw. I, it had a certain feel to it that Saw doesn't bring to the tables. Saw's, the movies are really fun, but there was like an ambiance behind um, this movie. There's another movie that has a similar ambiance to that. It's called The Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. And most people I talk to have not seen that movie, but if you haven't, you should really see it. It's on Netflix. And it's got that same eerie vibe, and there's something about that kind of vibe. I just like it. I like to f I like to feel more creeped out than anything, because if, if if you can successfully feel creeped out, then I think they've done their job. It's easy to make someone jump or make someone feel a little scared, but to actually feel dirty or creepy or creeped out, that's not that's not an easy feat. Right, and um, if you see, like, the reality of, um, like, a lot of horror movies is that they're either remakes or they just, just like, super CGI, and they rarely have props, or it's, it, it just, it's just a cash grab. Um, so it's really hard to, to see movies, um, horror movies in particular, that are, like, really, um, like, captivating and pull you into it. Is there any other movies I can't think of it, but 
Do you know any movies, Amanda, that are similar to Dead Silence? Not that I can remember the names of, but I know in the 70s there was like a whole bunch of films about puppets. And in the early 80s, for some reason, there was like a ton of them. But I, I don't remember their names. People would have to Google them. I just remember there was a lot. Of, there was a time period that there was a lot of them. And um, I don't know. But yeah, Chucky's a doll. To me, he's different. He's a doll who had magic put into him. He's not the same as like... There's something so, so creepy about the idea of taking dead children and, and making them and, and making them into puppets. That's so much creepier to me than, than anything else that, that was done with puppets. I don't know. I thought everything else was kind of like campy and cheesy, but that one wasn't that one wasn't so cheesy. It was more like creepy as fuck. Like you would not want to find out find your dead relative after like sixty years sitting in a chair, like on puppet strings. Like that would not be that would be unnerving. But if I met Chucky, I'd just be like, okay, I'm just gonna beat him with a baseball bat and. And burn him or something. I don't know. I don't think, I don't feel like Chucky would, I don't know. Maybe Chucky is pretty scary, but he's not that smart. I, I, I don't know why, but I felt kind of bad for Mary Shaw at one point. Which I'm not sure if that was appropriate, but I felt like, um, I felt like I didn't know her whole story and I felt like, like, do we know that she was always like doing these horrible things or did, something happened and then she started doing these horrible things. I don't know. I'm always I'm a I'm a victim blamer in this. I'm like something must have drove her to it. I wonder what it was. Or maybe she was just like one of the old fashioned hag witches. I don't know. I don't know. But I remember like the first time I saw it I did not know that she was the the wife. And I did not know. Actually I kind of suspected that the husband was dead because he looked so gaunt. But for some reason, it took me a minute to figure out that she, that's why she was always standing next to him. But once I figured it out, I was like, oh, you are so dumb. Yeah, she's always standing next to him, and he looks obviously dead. And he just doesn't smell because he's been gutted on the inside. I don't know. It took me a bit. So, um, interestingly enough, like, I, it's like 2006, I got the ventriloquist dummy, and then 2007 that movie came out but like people started to notice I lived in a small town there's a lot of religious people there's a church uh, a bunch of churches you know in the country but um, they basically were like you know those puppets are demonic <laughs> you're gonna get possessed you're gonna be condemned to hell and it's like I think you think everything other than church is like evil and you know good for you but I mean, it took a while to, to not let the people affect how I think about things, but, you know, now as an adult, you know, I get to have pretty much free range on what I get to watch, and I don't have to deal with, you know, nosy people. People are always going to have an opinion, regardless, so I just don't think it matters very much what they think. Um, I, I really don't. Well, can we uh, go back to the Puppet Master? Because in the subsequent films, like, Toulon comes back. Obviously, it's not William Hickey. Um, you know, he died. But um, 
they had, or maybe he didn't die yet, but they didn't recast him. But they, it was like he was all covered in bandages and he was injecting the liquid that he put into the puppets because he learned the formula from the Egyptians and um, putting the spirits of his friends in the puppets so he could still have his friends. But it was really, um, that movie, it was like, I believe it was the second one. And that movie really painted um, Toulon and the puppets as the villain just because, like, he was desperate to replace his wife. And and I remember they had really creepy, like, masks that looked like plastic faces, and that was, like, his new face because he made synthetic bodies. He was trying to put the soul of the one of the, the heroines in it, and it was, I don't know, like, that one... I, I do like that one, and and then I do like the one where they go back in time to World War Two and the Holocaust and like the Gestapo going after Toulon and basically going after his friends that were also Jewish, and basically rounding them up, and then he would um, he would put their souls in the puppets and then kill the Nazis with them. That, each movie is very unique, uh, and I I do enjoy them. Yeah. Great. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And next week, Bob should be back. I'm hoping he's uh, he went to Japan and then he went on a trip. And now my girlfriend is squeezing my boobs, so she's distracting me. But I will <laughs> I will talk to you all later. And have a good creepy evening.